This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Beautiful ringing this morning, very melodic, Thank very, you. Um, you know, like Vic and Bob's uh, club singer character. It was mm. that sort of vibe, um, which mm. I'm well on board for. Uh, George, look, I'm just going to get this out of the way. My PlayStation 5 arrived um, minutes before we started this uh, phone call. been waiting for it since November, trying to get my hands on it. So if we could just sort of chop, chop. Get this over with. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, do you know what? There's no need to even ask how you're doing. I can hear there's a twinkle in your eye and a spring in your step and something has changed and here we are. It's the... It's the PlayStation. You have a new, it's the PlayStation 5, is it? Is that what it is? PlayStation yeah, man. 5? Yeah, man. Wow. Oh, God. It's going to change everything. Two. It's going to change everything. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you remember it? Well, wasn't it? Well, it, I guess they... Um, you know, they... Uh, there's a few of them. Yeah, well, there's, there's a few of them. It's also a good way of kind of, um, what, what am I trying to say? Finding out what kind of era someone's from. Because they, they you do kind of look back and go, ah. Oh. So you would say you're you're a PlayStation 2 man because I, maybe it's because I had an older brother, but I, I feel like a PlayStation 1 man. And mm. as we know, you are far, far older than me. Mm. Mm. Um, I remember the Abacus. Do you remember when that first uh, yeah, came that was, I remember when everyone at school would be like, have you got it yet? Have you got yeah. it? And, Are you, you know, counting my, efficiently? My parents wouldn't let me get it for ages and ages. They said mm. it was going to rot my brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so look, uh, you know, I love speaking to you and of course to the dear gorgeous public, but if we could just bing, bang, bosh, 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 let's get this over with. So can we, is the messenger boy ready or? <laughs> no, I'm, if you ask me now, so what's for dinner, George? What's for dinner? Come on, let's go. No, George, um, please, please settle on in. I'm here for you and I want to hear how my dear friend is. Um, I'm really well i'm very good i'm very calm i would say i feel um calm and oh i woke up this morning and um i have and look i don't mean to show off but i have particularly thick curtains um, wow. uh, yeah because yeah. i want you know i want the, I want the darkness. I thought you were showing off about your legs. No, no, no. One thick leg and particularly thick, thick curtains. curtains. Uh, here lies George Ezra. <laughs> One thick leg and particularly thick curtains. Well, to be honest, at the moment you have particularly thick curtains, the hairstyle. Because you remember, yes. remember the other day you put on Instagram some bizarre... Yes. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> it was some something about like thinking about the nineties or something. Yeah. Um and yeah. and as I was looking at it, I was thinking, you looked very nineties at the moment mm. with your current mm. um pandemic hair. Mm. Simpler times, and that's what I'm trying to emulate with my hair. I like to express myself through my hair famously. Yes. People say George Ezra, and then they go, one thick leg expresses himself through his hair. Through his hair. And right now, I'm trying to express, you know, just simpler, just simpler times, times, man. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. New Labour, um, oh. Oasis. The possibilities, uh, you know, I was, I was just... Yeah, yeah. anyway, so um, uh, I've got thick curtains. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> Um, and it means that, you know, I don't really know what the outside world has in store for me when I wake up. Mm. So uh, it's and a, that's like okay, a little advent you know? calendar door well, that you get to well, well. open every morning. Here we are. And it's, uh, it's ever-changing, the view from outside my window. And this morning, I thought, I won't. I'm going to leave them closed. I'm going to put my little bedside light on. Um, I'm going to go downstairs, make myself a little coffee. Uh, and come back upstairs. Um, Coffee. And what in, have I got? I've got about comments. 40 minutes or so or before I speak to my dear podcast friend. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, left my bedroom, spied out of the window, a blanket of thick white snow. Yes. So one thick leg, particularly <laughs> thick curtains, blanket of, of thick, thick, thick white snow. snow and expresses <laughs> thick white snow. Hair. And expresses himself eagerly through his hair. Simpler times. I and you. I can't help. I urge myself. Well, I need to. I need to relay this story to you because what a cute little guy I can be. Because <laughs> I saw the thick blanket of snow and caught myself gasping. <gasps> I, I didn't. I mean, yeah, genuinely, my reaction. This happened. <gasps> well, no, because it happened the other week, and it was the exact same thing. Yeah. And when it happened the other week. I've texted my brother saying, do you find snow exciting? Well, you know, I don't know if I worded it quite so Do you find snow that? exciting, my brother? Calculating. Calculating. It really is like you're trying to gather data on how humans live. Do you find, do you find snow? Should I react to snow positively? <laughs> um, alarming scenes from my window. Um, and Thick blanket of snow. And I just, and it's still going. Her listeners um, in the UK will be with me now, although this will come out a week later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's still snowing, and it um, there's yeah. just something about it. I was listening to um, uh, uh, well, what's it called radio uh, radio four today program, uh, yeah. and I always, I mean, I wake up at about eight, which is seven in the UK, and then I. Using the BBC Sounds app, I go rewind an hour and it goes beep. Mm. It's six o'clock on Monday morning and blah, blah, blah. And even though it's not, it does make me feel like because my mum mm. always used to listen to it before school, before work, and it's always mm. on in the house. It makes me feel there's something very comforting about it. And they were talking mm. about big snow. And apparently, it's going to get really heavy in the southeast um, no. at 1 p.m. And I, I think they said it was going to snow for between heavy snow between one and nine p.m. So I hope you're stocked up on wow. sarnies. I don't know that I am. I honestly don't know that I've got enough. It may, there's only one word comes to mind. What? Raw. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 
<laughs> That's what the weatherman said. The weatherman, Ju- Justin Webb said, okay, we go over to um, Mr. Weatherman. What's it looking like? We got thick blanket of snow out there. And he said, well, Justin, yeah, only one word comes to mind. Raw. As he peered out. I mean, I'm excited about snow for you, but I'm also... Mm. I don't know. I I would like a little bit of snow, but I don't want to have to deal with the logistical. Although saying that, no one's supposed to really be going outside anyway, so maybe it's less disruptive. I don't well, know. Well, I guess it's more the supermarkets. I'm trying yeah. to. Um, I, I think my closest supermarket would be about a eight ten mile walk away. And I don't know how clear the path would be. So I um just now I'm just um Does the village pub uh is it completely shut or does it like can you go and like get mm, like some pork scratchings or something? Oh I'm not too sure mm. about that, but I don't know. Oh no, I feel like I've got you spiraling and worrying no, 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 about no, no, no. whether you're going to make it through the night. What oh, have no, you got? Will, what have you got? What are you in your, in your cupboards? Because usually, even in normal times, even in peacetime, you've got like <laughs> just tins of beans and you use a camping stove yeah. to heat yeah. up in your kitchen. <laughs> oh, well, that's what I was thinking. I've got pl- ample fish fingers. Okay. Uh, perfect. And. Oh, well, this actually is a beautiful segue, which I'm going to take full advantage of. gorgeously beautiful. So I've noticed recently more than ever in the email section, I am benefiting from the collective knowledge of our listeners. And they're kind of giving me little, you know, nuggets of wisdom, whether it be about oil Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels um, as if that's... Oil, squirrels, bird watching. Yeah, uh, exactly. So I'm gonna. I'd I'd like to lean on our listeners. The um, advice on any pack of spuds, like when you buy potatoes, <laughs> pack of says, spuds. Sometimes it's... I really do feel like you have ingested a certain amount of like vocabulary from some old, like a book from the fifties or sixties about how British humans. L- speak it's like someone fed a bot a load of data no okay so on on, on every sort of bang up bit of spud (laughs) knowledge we need the people out there to help us well it's it says keep in a cool dry place and so that's what i do i'm not a rule breaker i'm i'm rarely a rule bender i'm just i'm just you know (laughs) just tell me what The advice is, and I will follow it. Um, So I keep them in a cool, dry place. Mm -hmm. And still, they sprout. But they sprout and they sprout. How quickly are we talking? I've had this particular sack in the cupboard. Sack of spuds. (laughs) (laughs) For uh, all of six days. And we've got little little sproutings on it we've got little gnarly bits many many mm. and i know it's just them trying to you know what's the yeah no fair enough to them i don't blame them it's just them trying no. to thrive man but yeah it's like um and god this i do hope that the gorgeous public are on board for this because i think it's time to dig in what is the climate like in your kitchen do you have a damp home no how do you Oh my goodness, I didn't mean to insult you, but it's just, 
I, you no, know, it's, it's, it's a normal, I would say a normal temperature. I run the house at 19 degrees and occasionally I turn the radiators off. Whoa, okay. Big jumper on. <laughs> now that's snuggly. Um, <gasps> so what you want from the listener is any advice on how to stop your yes. potato sprouts? I want to know. Where should I be keeping them? In well, the fridge? I don't think so. I mean, that's a very cool dry place. That would be, I would say, that no, that's the, cold, yeah. the advice then should be cold dry place. Yeah, I don't think um, anyone's suggesting. You seem to be arguing with yourself about something because no one has actually said that you should keep your potatoes in the fridge. No, 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 no. But then I wonder if there's going to be one of those kind of, well, actually, it's lesser known, but you should keep them in with your socks or mm, actually one of those. wrap them... Yeah, put them in a pillowcase and leave them in, you know, where it, there, there might be something, a little kind of cheat code that is lesser known, but that could really help us all. Well, is it not the case that you can just chop off the sprouts and the, and the potatoes are all no, right? No, absolutely. Absolutely. But I just think as a design, I don't think they would have been designed to do it so quickly. When I, like, I'm aware. Yeah, I'm aware that the iPhone is kind of... I would say programmed to start malfunctioning yeah. after, but it's normally after a year. Planned or so. obsolescence. So you you're yeah. you're worried that perhaps you're getting your potatoes from somewhere that are mm. have an inbuilt ulterior motives design. What do you store your potatoes with? That's the other question. Because if they're with certain other fruit and veg. It can speed it up. No, unopened bottles of beer and some. God, your um, fucking kitchen sounds lit, man. You got <laughs> beans, some dirty old sprouty potatoes, and some unopened bottles of beer. Okay, I wonder Room if temp. this whole segment we should we should save as a bonus for at the end of the episode. So where I said, oh, there's a segment. Oh, that's a beautiful segue. Yeah, we'll fast forward to the end, and this is a bonus for those that love it. No, I think this is what we should lead for, uh, lead with. I think this should be right at the top of the show. Um, Well, Ollie, more pressingly, um, pressing my buttons. It is obvious and easy for me to hear that you are doing somewhat better than you have been in recent weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. PlayStation Five aside, how has your week looked, and how do you feel, my friend? Um, <laughs> very deliberate, my friend. Um, yeah, I'm certainly doing better, and I, I don't think it's solely down to the PlayStation 5. I think it comes and goes, and it's certainly true that in the last week, I you remember we talked about me going to the art shop and uh, getting myself some charcoals maybe some paints and getting down and dirty with something that yes. that involves my hands and doesn't involve my mind and so i went to the shop and i got to say your theory that everyone that works in art shops you know a little bit on the mean side i don't want to add any you know support to that but the truth is this shop that i went to they're not nice and mm. I I would urge any listeners that work in an art shop or perhaps go to an art shop and, you know, like the people there. Uh, I think we need to hear some, some you know, evidence from the other side, because otherwise it would be quite an unfair representation of people that work in art shops. But I was there and it was like quite a big one. And I was very overwhelmed because... You know, I had just sort of wandered in naively thinking that there would be a section for me where it was just like Mm. the give it a go section. 
but it was all it all seemed very you know techers not high techers but like for people who knew what they were doing and there were all these numbers involved i wasn't expecting so many numbers mm. like uh the the width of like the 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 nib pen nibs and all that mm. stuff and so i was maybe lingering quite a while sort of half hoping that they would ask if I needed any help and half hoping that that would absolutely not happen because I wouldn't be able to communicate with them in, in Spanish what I wanted. Mm. Um, I don't know how to say... How to say a miracle. A yeah, miracle. yeah, how to, what, say, what look, to say a miracle. A, a miracle, miracle. Please. <laughs> Um But they were, like, they seemed quite antsy about, I think, like, they didn't trust me. They thought I was up mm. to no good. And they started following me around the shop. Like It's similar as well, and you'll know this as well. And it's not every time, but it's similar in music shops, like oh, yeah. instrument shops. And there's something about it being, you know, th th there is no right or wrong, but they know more than you. And mm. therefore, there is, they are right and you are wrong. And it's like, well, no. Well, the amount of times music shops have lost my business because I'm too terrified to try like a guitar in the shop because there's a a guy in an ACDC t-shirt that is gonna be like, what's this guy doing? He's not shredding. What's mm. the point in this? Um, mm. And, and you know, and they ask me all the questions about like, what what gauge of string I'm uh, used to playing with. And I'll be like, I don't know, like, like sort of, they're sort of bronze. They're sort of bronze yeah, ones. Like, Does that help? Medium thick. Medium thick, please. Just like me. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I, I do think that this is partially my fault that I should have done some more research. I didn't end up buying anything, but just having the sort of that plan formulating has given me something to kind of look forward to. So I've been I've been looking at what I might and what I might get, what I might get up to. Um, that's good. I know. Well, that's that's, that's what I mean, and that. It's just having something to be a little bit excited about, even if it's not, you know, a hugely significant thing. I mean, in a way, it's better that it's not so significant. It's just a small daily, day-to-day uh, -day thing that would bring me a bit of a bit of joy. And mm. um, and also, it's like a, a the when I am feeling particularly depressed, like the the past few weeks, it's very difficult to look ahead in any way really it's just kind of uh for me at least it's it's very much day to day get through the day that's it no no real plans for the future the future doesn't hold anything and so when i can tell my mood is improving is when i start to actually think longer term like i'm able to do mm. that and and you know and and i like i want things again <laughs> mm. I have opinions about like food and things. I don't just I'm not just a, a vegetable sprouting on the sofa. And yeah, like not a huge amount has changed obviously in my actual circumstances. So, you know, I don't know how helpful it would be to, to I like I don't have some some trick that I did this and now I feel better. I just, you know, I just had a better week. Don't don't particularly know why, but I ain't complaining. Um, no, and I don't. I don't. You know, at which point I don't think it would do us any good to try and 
find a reason or pinpoint the moment. It's just, it's a, it is, as you say, just one of those things. Mm. And here we are. And it's interesting you talking about the kind of inability to look, you know, even a day ahead when you're in the, in the thick of it. That makes complete mm-hmm. sense um, because it's, it's in the thick of it. I imagine it's hard to imagine not feeling the way you do. Yeah. It, well, it, um, it, it's like, like we've talked about the, the kind of opposite effect when you're feeling good. It's quite hard to fully articulate how you felt when you were in the, the bad place um, mm. uh, because it just it sort of feels alien. It feels like a different person. And it's the same when when I'm not feeling good. I can't imagine, you know, ever, ever feeling different. But of, mm. but it does. I can say with confidence that it does change and it may not be. It's not like I just woke up one morning and jumped out of bed, but just gradually I could just tell my, my mood was slightly different. And I don't know, I I went to um to see my doctor about my medication because I got it in my head that, I don't know, I think... I've been on this medication now for about 18 months, I think. And mm. like the goal was always to use the medication in conjunction with regular therapy to try and address the the things that were making the most, having the most negative impact on my life, which at that point was anxiety and panic attacks and the medication was a way of bringing me down to a sort of more stable level and then the therapy was kind of that was more digging down into into the sort of the 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 reasons why but also the things that I could do to try and change my the way I think and things like that and the the pandemic has obviously changed things in that a lot of the things that brought me anxiety have kind of gone because they were they all involved going outside and well they were at least they were mostly revolved around things that were happening outside of my flat and now I'm kind of in my flat all the time I'm finding it hard to differentiate between whether you know I'm I don't feel as anxious because these things have been taken away these things Mm. that made me anxious or if it's the medication working or the therapy working and so I went to the doctor just to talk about all this and it was quite useful to hear him say like basically that although it was true that the the key triggers for me seem to have been metro or being trapped feeling trapped in places where I felt far from home he was like but when the way you described it to me you did still feel certain things even when you were perfectly safe at home uh even when you were just around the house you were constantly trying to uh quiet your thoughts and you're not doing that anymore and that is true to an extent and basically he was i think he was encouraging me to give myself more credit that it's not just that the pandemic has made me stay at home so it's like okay well i haven't what i'm trying to say is is that I was feeling as if I was maybe not making progress on my own terms. It was just the fact that I was inside all the time meant I had nothing to worry about. And he was like, don't you think there's quite a lot to worry about with this um, like big pandemic and all that? So mm. don't you think you would be struggling with that more if you were in the same state of mind that you were 
you know, two, a year, two years ago. And it, and that, that is true. And obviously, I did used to have times where, again, this is the whole thing of it's hard to remember these things when they're not happening. But I did used to have times where I was just somewhere I sh- should feel comfortable on on the sofa doing nothing and I would have a panic attack and it would just come and that has not happened in such a long time that I'd kind of forgotten about it and that's why it's good to go to him and he's got a fucking file on me and could go well you yeah, you <laughs> said this man yeah. um I this is just amazing because you've gone you've had somebody and not it's not spell it out to you because that sounds as if it's like listen to me but to have somebody say no like look look at the progress there is progress is it's a reminder for you yeah um i th- i think i needed to to ex- externalize i was like having this debate in my own head quite an unhelpful one about like oh well maybe you're not any better and maybe you're just this med and oh no i've lost you again Hello. Hello. Can, can you, you hear, hear me? me? I can hear you. Can yes. you hear me? Yes. Goodness gracious me. The snow is g- oh, getting well, in the wires. I can't blame the snow because I'm I'm riding uh, full Wi-Fi bars. Huh. Uh, I, God, I hope you're not trying to blame me because I would really <laughs> recommend you keeping your mouth shut, kid. Um. Right, technical difficulties, out of the way, listeners, gorgeous public. Gorgeous I public. was really enjoying where we had just got to, Ollie, because it's a, it, it's a, I think, a milestone. And I think it's brilliant that you even, I think it's brilliant that you even seeked the counsel of this guy again. Or yes. went to see the doctor. That, that even that, I think, is a, is a sign that things have improved. I think I probably because it's a it's a conversation, isn't it? It's like being proactive mm-hmm. and saying because even if he had turned around and said, "Oh, you're right," actually, <laughs> you know, you you're the person that seeked the conversation, and that that I think people don't give them. I was having this conversation this week where somebody was talking to me and saying how um, they realise they've been stuck and they're in a spot where they feel as if they can't get. And I said, "Can we?" Can you not see that it's a brilliant thing that even this is a conversation? Because mm. there's a world, there is another world that isn't that hard to imagine where you're not having this conversation. Yeah. And, and that, that, that is, I don't think we give ourselves enough opportunity to sit back and go, oh yeah, that, without that, none of it can, cha- none, nothing can happen. And so that, it's, that's a, that in itself is a brilliant thing. It's true that you hear from, um, well, we, and we get this a lot in the emails, that people spend a lot of time thinking that the way they're feeling is just either either they think uh, I'm trying to avoid using the word normal basically, but they think like oh that's just a thing that has to happen. I have to feel this way, and then as they kind of explore it more, they realize that like you know it is tr- true that a lot of the time we can't control our thoughts, but you can control the or you, or you can at least try to address the way you react to those thoughts and the way you the power you give them is is often like well for example for me even though i have been having a bad few weeks i when i compare it to other worst times in in my life like particularly at uni when i didn't i hadn't accepted any of this idea that I maybe need like 
deserved help or could help myself or any of that stuff. It was all very much very negative energy, like focused on myself. And so when I would have the kind of thoughts that I've had in the last two weeks, there was was no pushback. (laughs) It was just like, Mm. you know... I I don't I dislike myself and instead of what what I have do have more recently is I have a very negative maybe painful thought about myself and then I think like well this is just a thought that comes up you don't have to mm. give it the the validation it craves and before I didn't have that so it was just negative 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 thing and mm. it was much heavier it was like it felt more uh, real somehow. It's like, well, yeah, I guess I am a, I am a scumbag because I don't have any... You'll get no argument from me. Whereas now, I'm like, mm. nah, you're not that bad, man. You're not that bad. Your brain is telling you you're bad for some reason. But you're not. Uh, the, uh, I mean, I, I there's room for improvement. But you're not that bad. <laughs> but this is, this is exactly it. And I've found um, recently what's helped me in recent times is when... I catch myself spiraling um, or fixated on a thought. I, and this is going to sound very, you know, like simple, it, it, almost unhelpful, but it, it's very much helping me. Is I say to myself, once, of course, I've caught myself, I say, oh, look at the room that you're in. Just take it all in. And, and although it's familiar and kind of boring's the wrong word, but there, there, there's nothing like, oh my God but there's something real about it and it quite quickly kind of um grounding it, technique it, is what it's called i think but but, but more but th- th- absolutely but then the the thought it it's um there's no room for it to exist without being mocked because it's like well you're just a thought you're not real but like, how can i be bothered about you when like, this around me is real and and then all of a sudden the familiar boring room looks a whole lot more beautiful it's like oh yeah this is this is life that thought thing is uh that's there's nothing to it that spud slowly sprouting in the cupboard is just you know the march of mother nature um, oh. in this beautiful gorgeous world we inhabit um oh. is that, i think that's what you're trying to say <laughs> Well, while I'm trying to slip this leads me on perfectly, and now I embrace the sprouts, is what <laughs> I'm trying to say. And I, and I, you know, I urge one and all, embrace the sprout. Embrace the sprout within. But yeah, I mean, you, you, you saying when you catch yourself spiraling, like that's the, that's the whole point in it. Like you're catching yourself. You're not, it's not going as far as maybe it used to. Um, mm. before you kind of check in on it. Mm. And yeah, like you were saying with the conversation you were having, it was obviously, I don't know, I, I feel like people also a bit guilty about having those thoughts, like thoughts about, you know, when they start to assess how they're feeling, there's always that part. Of the, I mean, this certainly happens for me and I hear it all the time, but there's that part of you that's like, well, what do you have to worry about really? How mm-hmm. how dare you, you know, uh, feel this way, which is obviously nonsense. Um, mm. Everyone, there's no uh, hierarchy of of suffering. Everyone has their own things to deal with and the whole world would be a much better place you know, if we we're checking in on those things, there's no. It doesn't make you somehow more like 
you know, more of an ethical person if you just suppress your own feelings all the time. And yeah, the, the one thing I I don't know, I don't know if there's anything in this and I don't want to, I don't know what to call it, but you know, the, the old, the classic OCD stereotype of, of double checking locks and all that stuff. Mm. I have to say, I do find myself doing that more and more. Mm. That's one thing that I I can chart quite clearly improvement in most areas overall. Obviously, there are dips like the last couple of weeks, but my overall progress is good, except for these little kind of routines. Mm. I'm finding them more and more difficult to suppress. And I almost wonder if it's like, I don't know, the isolation of being at home all the time and the, I don't know, it's it's like that's where my sort of anxious energy is going, is going around the flat rather than where it used to go. But like, yeah, I've become a real door checker. Mm. God, I'm I obsessed had a, with doors. Um, oh, I, I feel you. I had it three or four nights ago. I turned the light out to go to sleep and I was like, the hob, mm-hmm. the hob, man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but you... You know you turn it off. Yeah. And I was like, what kind of fool would settle with that when there could be a, <laughs> you know, a naked flame downstairs? Mm, licking <laughs> you know? at your and spuds. Then, yeah. And then, and then sure enough, the sorry walk to the kitchen. Yeah. I check it. Of Shoulders course, down. Oh, you never were on. <sighs> um, no, and I knew it. And I knew it. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, yeah. And I, I should say that I'm not trying to like it could be so it could be much worse it's not causing me huge amounts of distress it's just that little like that little need usually at night yeah. to just know that my little world is safe um yeah. and it's like and i i have to open and close the door so many times just to look at my cat to know that he's not somehow not in that room even though he mm. is always in that room that's his room <laughs> but i just have oh, to see man. yeah yeah I don't know, man. Um, I don't know where it's go- where it's coming from. Where did he no. come from? Where did he go? Oh, Cotton, I Joe. Joe. Wow. Down, 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 down. Well, okay. Is that so- Cotton, I Joe? <laughs> not sure. Yeah, not sure not what sure. that is at all, actually. Um, well, Ollie, I really um, enjoyed is the wrong word, but I that was. I'm going to say I. It, very much enjoyed you talking us through that so thank you very much thank um, you for being my dearest podcast co-host to lean on in the past two weeks when i perhaps was not providing as much content wow don't be silly i think that the one thing i will say and this is not because of either of us it's just because of the nature of talking to friends is just it was it is a lovely thing to hear somebody lighten up over the mm-hmm. course of the hour and that's yes. um that's a cool thing that we all everybody listening has the power to do i was thinking about that today like we don't know just how important we are to others without doing much at all and there's something beautiful in that like the yeah. people that around us they are bizarrely and don't ask me why they like us for who we are oh and that's God. um that yeah, is honestly worry the, about them <laughs> Well, it's the, one of the more confusing things, you know, in the world is just, are you sure? Um, but, but it is true uh, that the small, small things mm-hmm. make a huge difference. 
and I should say, just because, of course, you know, default negative Ollie, it goes both ways. Like, for example, the person in the art shop didn't do anything massively wrong, but the small amount of frostiness Mm. really fucked me up man hard Mm. and Mm. i mean one word comes to mind and it is raw because that is how i felt at that moment and on the flip side when i go to my coffee shop and i have my same joke the morning joke with the with the woman there i've i mean i don't think she realizes what a spring in my step she puts just because she's friendly um Mm. and God, just thinking about it now, it's funny because I am British and I don't speak <laughs> Spanish very well. Oh, it's just the joke that just it keeps... There's so many layers to I that. I know. Oh, what it does observation. Make, it does make me think about how hard it is to have a personality in a second language because, like, I am mm. just that guy. I am the bump, I am the British guy who doesn't speak much Spanish. That I can't, mm. like depict anything else because i don't i literally don't have the vocabulary to do it i really mm. want to be witty in spanish but i can't no. could barely do it in english he says with a grin Am on his I face right. um yeah so that i would say if there's a message for the two of us and all of our listeners today uh, for god knows why but people love you and um, yeah i mean we don't need a are. moral every, every at the end of it yeah no it's good god knows god knows why <laughs> but somebody out there loves you and what uh, loves you, you kid. could yeah somebody loves you kid just the way you are confusing isn't it but it's true yeah i hope that helps then <laughs> I hope that helps. Take a look at yourself. Hard to believe. Somebody loves you. Well, okay, look, you, you keep... <laughs> when when it was sort of about me and you, then yeah, fine, whatever. But you do keep going like, hey, dear listener, I know it's mad, but someone loves you of all people. And I'm not sure we need that because some of our listeners might not be as, like, you know, unlovable as us. Yeah. Um, okay, how do I reword this? It's... Not that it's hard to believe, but God, isn't it mad to think somebody loves you? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's better than look in the mirror. <laughs> but for some reason, oh, that's so, okay. You sound like a dick. I was, I was, uh, you know, there was, there was, I meant it really. Um, yeah. yeah. More saying it for myself than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, well. Okay, okay. well, Ollie. Yeah, is it that, it's that time, time in the I'd... evening? It's morning, but it is oh, that yes. time that we... I, I've been training Jexton to... Uh, well, it's more training the messenger boy, really, because Jexton has got his own his own mind. Um, but Jexton is perfect. Yeah. Can we just repeat that? Jexton is perfect. Always remember... Jexton is perfect. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> we won't say anything about the messenger boy because you know we're being a bit more, a bit <clears throat> yeah, nice, nicer twenty one. Yeah, so he, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not going to say he's perfect. Uh, I don't think that is incumbent upon me to do. But what I will say is Jexton is perfect. Anyway, I've been training um, the messenger boy to respond to. Uh, to come basically when he hears me play my little flute. So I'm going to play my little flute now. Oh, wow. Okay. 
<laughs> Hopefully the music has faded in by now. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Email for you, my lord. News from the East, sire. This email has just come in, my lord. This email is from Hannah, and the subject line is Scrotum Radio. So, as you can imagine, as I was scrolling through the the email inbox, this caught my eye, and mm. I I saw it. I just saw the the subject line, and then I had to do something else, so I, I didn't get to read the rest of it. And it was just in my head. I was like, "What could that possibly be about?" And well, here you are. Uh, hello, both. I must admit, after a whole year of listening to your brilliant podcast, I was inspired to email because of an episode of QI. They were talking about scrotum radios, a secret radio made especially for those scrotumly endowed. It made me think of George's dad. <laughs> <laughs> What? George's dad's radio headset, which pales into insignificance in comparison. A scrotum radio is a much more discreet option, I'm sure you'll agree. I would like to suggest this as a possible, reliable investment for you both. As is the same for everyone else, things are tough at the moment. Big tone switch, by the way, guys. I'm a primary school teacher and I love my job, but at the moment my job is dealing with lonely, anxious and sad children, their stressed parents and my own mental health. I've never had a good relationship with myself and my brain, but by golly, it's strained at the moment. And my walks in the Lake District Hills, accompanied by you both, are helping to get me through. I can't even tell you. I've laughed out loud in front of many strangers and I care not. I truly cannot thank you both enough. You make it much easier to head into school with with a smile on my face. I hope you're both keeping as well as possible at the moment. Everything is truly shite, but you're a light in the dark for so many people, and I hope you find some joy in that. Biggest hugs, Hannah. P.S. Never thought I'd send an email with the subject Scrotum Radio. I think I might have peaked. Well, Hannah, I mean, all I can say is that subject line, you know, it promised a lot, and boy, it delivered, because... Yeah. What? Are you okay, George? No, I'm good. I want to say sincerely, Hannah, that was a very lovely message for us to hear and uh, it's lovely to hear from you I would I'm talking now about the second half of your message I um and I hope you're well on your walks and thank you very much I would like to I I'm a bit confused regarding the scrotum radio so what does it uh, right I've done what, some research what, where does the scrotum come into it I've done some research and I hope that we don't have any, you know, there are some people who really don't like certain words, you know, like moist. Or, mm. I really hope there isn't someone out there who's got an issue with the word scrotum. So this mm. prototype. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, health and well-being, isn't it? We're listed under the Yeah, yeah, clearly, clearly. That's what it's all about. So. Yeah, the, the the scrotum radio. Now, I was also quite confused about this because in Hannah's email, it sort of suggested that, like, you know, there was somehow a bit of tech installed in, in your, mm. well, I'm going to have to say it, scrotum. Um, mm. But 
actually, and I suppose that's kind of true, but oh, have I lost you, George, or are you just furious about it? Oh, I'm it here. Beep, I'm beep. here. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, you get like a little fake scrotum and you put it on your real scrotum and the radio's in that. I'll, I'll send you this picture, George. I think it would be helpful I don't to get visualize. It. Is it a novelty? Well, <laughs> no, it's a completely necessary bit of tech that the world couldn't live without. Um, it's really important. I can't quite understand it. Well, okay, I think this picture will help. <laughs> okay. Incoming. Are. I hate that. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to like it. It's just, you know, it is true. I don't understand it, and I don't care for it either. <laughs> um, I'm really confused about it. And I mean this, Hannah, I, genuinely, I loved your email. I'm stumped. Yeah, look, I think what we should say is that it's a prototype, and apparently it was never used in the field. So it didn't get very far uh, in terms of... I do like that they... They thought to add some some elements of realism uh, to the mm. you know a few wispy. Bits I would of say hair. this. I would say that I, um, although have no control over our Instagram, I would ask that this doesn't I'm make it not to the Instagram going to page. Put this in, I think. But hold on, but I do, Holly. <laughs> but I do urge, um, as ever, listeners. You know, if you are curious, just go and Google it. Yeah, it's, Google Scrotum Radio. It's, I mean. Yeah, it might ruin your day. I think it's ruined George's. Mm. Um, mm. But it is, you know, interesting to think about. And yeah, George, I don't know, maybe send the link on to your dad and say next time you want to sneakily <laughs> yeah. listen oh, to... There's a, there's a woman, there's a primary school teacher in the Lake District, Dad, and he'll go, oh, right, okay. Ha-ha. He was a teacher, remember? So, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, she um, she wondered, you might be interested in... In this great um, radio. Bit of tech. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. T- yeah, yeah, okay. You like the radio, don't you, Dad? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ha- have a look at this. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not, man? Um, Why not? Um, Well, Hannah, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, work must be extremely difficult at the moment, but thank you very much for everything you're doing. And what a lovely thing that we can put a bit of a smile on your face. Um, Mm. It made me, your email made me think about just, you know, parenting as well right now, because you mentioned stressed parents with the the uncertainty of when schools are going to open stuff like it must be very very difficult so our thoughts go out to everyone in that situation at the moment i mean my my sister is is, i think lucky insofar as my nephew george google it my nephew is you like he's running around in that but he's not old enough that they actually need to like try and teach him maths and stuff he mm. just uh, uh, I, I think the kind of stuff he learns at nursery is like um, pig go oink um, and mm. and my sister is able to keep up with that level of education um, for now uh, I don't know when we get to Kago's moo we'll see um, but at the moment pig go oink beautiful thank you right um, yeah and also it goes without saying Hannah I don't know if you need reminding of this but I imagine you're making the world a difference to the children uh, that you teach and you know don't don't go changing yeah maybe put that picture of the scrotum radio up on a powerpoint presentation just see what happens that absolutely don't do that I don't know see what happens so uh, I feel like there's been a role reversal Ollie in this email has um, triggered a well a do you know what it is I'm just I'm, 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 I'm just you know I'm, I'm back 
I'm back, baby. Blissed out on on dope. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm not really. Right. So this message is from Tony and it says, Ollie, sorry. Also, George, but Ollie, I'm on my way to work listening to your most recent podcast where you're asking for a hobby with your hands. Brackets, not in that way. And me and my flatmates have taken up the best hobby during this lockdown that seriously chills your little noggin out whilst giving you something creative to do. Drum roll, please. It's painting by numbers. Honestly, (gasps) I am the most atrocious artist on planet Earth. So much so, I was banned from doing art GCSE as the teacher had never seen anyone perform so badly. But painting by numbers is basically colouring in for adults. My picture is coming along very nicely if i do say so myself and it's a great way to feel like you're being productive whilst also helping your brain to just switch off for a bit i hope you're doing a bit better this week and i hope this project cheers you up like it has done for me and my flatmates lots of love tony tony this might be exactly what i need because i went to the art shop with you know my canvas as it were was too broad because i was just like i want to get like art stuff And maybe starting off with something like this to ease me into the painting life would be would be nice. And also, I'm yes. She's provided a link, and it's a picture of a gorgeous uh, coastal scene. Um, I would say the blues are well blue and nice, and the pinks and and yellows and reds are yeah, they're well red, well pink, but also blue and nice. There's a whole culture, isn't there, where you can get a colour by numbers, paint by numbers book of almost anything you like. Well, any, you know, so you could find something you're into. It's funny you say that. You really can get a paint by numbers thing of almost anything you like. And Mm. I believe that there is actually a George Ezra paint by numbers. Uh, well, if there is, that's unofficial merch, and somebody is plagiarizing my <laughs> my name, and I want nothing to do with it, my friend. And you know, it... I didn't mean to make you so mad. I might be wrong. Oh, furious. I might be wrong. Furious. But I swear, I saw uh, someone on Instagram sent. Maybe, maybe I am completely imagining this. So you know, before you get in touch with the lawyers. <laughs> Uh, I really, I regret having to make this call. (laughs) What a strange call that would be. And they'd be like, George, man, that doesn't exist. What are you, what are you worried about? I have reason to believe. (laughs) Um, I have reason to believe my name is being used. Um, Um, Okay, well, I'll do a bit more research about that. See if I can find a a George's colour by numbers. Might not exist. Um, but if it does, you know that one will be added to my basket and that'll be mm. a little bit of money in the pocket of the con man that is profiting yeah. off your image. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Tony, thank you very much. That does sound like a lot of fun. And I think I am going to I'm going to look into that. And, you know, if there's hope for you, someone who was literally banned from doing your art GCSE, which does seem cruel, but. I guess mm. there's, there's got to be a limit for everything. I have not wanted to... Well, I've, I've never shared this story, but I did art GCSE. And one week, my book was used as an example of what not to do and how I was a t- time waster and, you know, it wasn't good enough. And that week, I asked my sister to do the homework for me. <laughs> And the following week, my book was used as a shining example of what students in the class should be aiming for 
And, you know, my teacher was in awe of my improvement over seven days. And I was like, uh-huh. But then what? Was it all downhill from there? Or did you have to get Jess to constantly do your homework? Um, no, I think she helped a few times, yeah. Mm. But it was just funny that, they, um, that, 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 that it was then used as an example of what an improvement. Yeah. uh, Well, it just goes to show that uh, the con men of the world, for example, profiting off color by number, Jeff mm. Ezra uh, merchandise, or submitting fraudulent artwork under your own name in class. I'd like I'd like the board of invigilators to know that it wasn't an exam piece. Uh, It was a just a weekly kind of yeah 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 yeah. Don't worry, they're not going to get in touch and revoke your art GCSE. What did you get? Um, I think I got a B. Hey, good. Yeah, well, for me, it was, that was the, you know, that was uh, across the board. B was kind of my, where I was aiming for. Yeah, that's Um, good, man. B's good. Yeah, to infinity and beyond. God, yeah. God love you, man. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) God love you, my friend. Um, Right. (laughs) George, look, I'm over this. I want to go play PlayStation. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I would like to say uh, is, mm-hmm. excuse me, very strange noise there. What I would like to say <laughs> is, uh, the oh, what's going on inside <laughs> your body and mind right now? Oh. I feel like um, the idea that someone might be making fake Jeff Ezra colour by numbers merch has <laughs> yeah. sent you on a turn. Never be the same again. You know, finding Nemo where he's, he smells the blood, Bruce the shark, and he goes, fish our friends, and then he changes. Uh, that, this is just too much. This is the fucking limit. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Let that be a message spread far and wide. The tables have turned, and the world will never be the same again. Fucking hell, Get those ballpoint boy, pens ready, lawyers. Because we're going to town. Wow, okay. Well, I think before before you uh, lose even more control, I'll say uh, it's been wonderful to speak to you, my dear friend. If the gorgeous yeah. public podcast listeners want to get in touch, um, uh, could you please urge them to do that? Please do. It's Oh, and please, when doing so, keep it about the belt, you know, just uh, that is... Uh... No scrotum radio. I, look. No, th- things took a turn today and... Yeah. Yeah. Well, just to provide a sort of alternate alternative point of view, uh, feel free to send any gadgets, uh, scrotum devices that you find that you come across. Um, all are welcome here. Unlike George, I don't have a an image to protect. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Okay. The email address is contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com yes and you can follow us on instagram at phoneafriendpod uh george what's the snow looking like atm it's beautiful it's very it's like dust it's uh the, the stuff that's falling is very light indeed but it's constant and something that i've not seen in a long time is it kind of it swirls through the air at points where the mm. wind is obviously catching it. Mm. Um, feels very um, exotic, actually. It doesn't feel um, mm. strange. Normal. Very strange mm. word to use. What exotics? Uh, for some reason, exotic snow. That's when I think of is exotic. I think of uh, heat. Mm. But exotic to me just means you know not. It just means kind of. Well, you, it can mean whatever the fuck you want, mate. I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> 
I'm going to go listen. <laughs> I'm going to go fucking play PlayStation. So you do you. If you want to describe snow as exotic, fine. I don't give a shit. Oh. I don't fucking care, George. <laughs> oh, God. Drop it, I man. I just bounce back, George. George, don't let this get to you. Just bounce back, okay? Just come. Just take a deep breath and come back next week. You're a brave young man. You're so brave. Um, okay, well, enjoy the snow and... Thanks, dude. Enjoy your uh, sprouty spuds. Oh, yeah, just a quick reminder to the listener. Please let us know how to fix... George's spuds. Sack of spuds. Yes. Um, bye, George. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Ollie. Hey, come oh, on. With a, a spring in step. Well, you know I love you. Okay, thank but you. But with Fine. a spring in step, how the tables turn. Oh. <laughs> Just dishing it out. Dishing like a, it out. Here I am. You're like a